If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And welcome back to another episode of Money Honeys, where we, Freddie, Chantel, and Devin, talk about nothing other than the monies and how to get it without losing our mindsies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very important. important. Yeah. Wow. 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 Jinx mindsies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the wine. We're doing wine today. Yes. It's a Friday. Devin brought a beverage. Mm-hmm. I needed it. Yeah. I needed it. I didn't really give them an option either. I was just like, I'm bringing beverages. <laughs> yeah. And we all were, we were like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Will we absolutely. be Ubering home? Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, how are you this week? Uh, a little chaotic week for me. Yeah. Um, Just, I'm PMSing. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I feel like feelings have been all over the place. Mm-hmm. I cried. I laughed. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Range of emotion. Um, range of emotions. Been playing my drums a lot. Love that. Oh, for we you. love a creative outlet. Yes. <laughs> Been playing my drums a lot. What have you learned about yourself playing drums? I learned that I love learning new skills. Mm. You know, and I feel like that's something that we very much know about ourselves, like in school, in high school, even like an interesting college class, but it had been a while since I had been like, oh. Here's something that I've been wanting to do since I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm an adult and I'm just going to do it. Literally learning from scratch. Yeah. Like, did you not, did you know anything about drums? No. Okay. No, I, I had never like played them at all before. So I've just been teaching myself on YouTube. So I've played piano since I was 10. Mm-hmm. So, so I know cool. how to like read sheet music and stuff. Yeah. And what's nice about drums is that I have an eight piece kit, which means that the sheet music is only eight notes. As opposed to piano, where there's like 88 oh, keys right. or whatever like Perfect. that. Wow. So it feels like feels like it was meant to be. I'm like, did I miss my calling as a drummer in a cool <laughs> little girl band? Yes. Oh, my god. There's always time, right? I would love that for you. I would love I'm for you like, to be in a little band <laughs> in the back. Yes. There. There. Yeah. Just out. I'm visualizing. <laughs> I'm visualizing us as old ladies mm. and you guys doing a jam sesh on your drums yes. and on DJs yes. in like a garage. Uh, wait. <laughs> You have like a drum pad, and then I have the drum kit, and, then and we're like doo, 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 doo. back and forth, back and forth. Skirt, 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 skirt. I love it. I love Adorable. it. Adorable. Any purchases this week that were particularly egregious? No. Well, I tried to buy my wedding dress, but I'm having like all <gasps> types of situations with it. They're like canceling it and then uncanceling it and all this stuff, and so I'm like, it's been a thing. Do you need me to make a call? You know what? <laughs> yeah. If you want to, absolutely. Okay. 
We love when Dev makes calls. We yeah. love when Dev makes Speaks calls. To the manager. Yeah. I have a lot of irritation just built up inside. <laughs> so whenever there, I can use it for good. Yeah. This is the good. avenue. We mm-hmm. love it. We mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. So tried to make a big purchase. Unsuccessful. Got it. Mm. So I was playing my drums. <laughs> playing through the feelings. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things... <laughs> that I love about you drumming is you've been very JVN about it on your socials. You've been sharing it. And I love yeah. watching my friends get new skills. Like I loved it when JVN went through his gymnastics phase yes. on Insta. Yes. I was cheering him on. That's why I don't, that's why, I, well, it's kind of controversial, but I do post my pole shit on my, on my stuff yeah. because it's like have, watching adults learn new skills is inspiring. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's the type of thing where it's like, oh, I just like, wanted to share it because I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, this is fun. It's like when you have a new skill, you're like, mom, come watch me dance, yeah. you know? And so it's like, that's what it feels like. And so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to make my own little video and mm. then post that shit. Yeah. And so I love it. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you for referencing JVN in the same sentence mm-hmm. as love me. It. How about you, Fred? How have you been? Good. Um, So I actually have had a pretty good good week but i did drop a lot of money oh 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 pray tell on what <laughs> uh, um so i ended up buying a bunch of dj equipment <gasps> Ooh. yeah so i i mentioned before that ruff got me a small little sb2 controller kind of like a more like a lighter more beginner really i mean but you can like use it in general for partying but I, that's the controller that I've been working on and using and learning on and it is time for me to upgrade like it's yes. just it's it feels good it's like okay I think I'm ready for the next step so I can eventually make my way to like the more advanced DJ equipment that are in bars and clubs and that kind of thing so I bought a new controller and then I bought speakers finally (gasps) you guys i've been practicing at home just with my computer speakers and so i'm really excited to actually kind of have like that full experience at home of having like true audio and then i plan to like take them out for gigs that i need them for and that kind of thing how big are you talking um pretty big like 12 inch (gasps) like 12 inch actual speakers and then like yeah so like True party speakers. Half Fred. They were about like $800 a piece. So I bought <gasps> two. So that was definitely yeah. a thing. It's an investment. It was an investment. But I feel good about it. I think yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, the plan is to obviously make my money back. Yeah. Hopefully getting paid for gigs and that kind of thing. But I did just land a residency <gasps> at a dispensary. Black yes! owned dispensary. So I'm going to be DJing there the first Sunday of every month. <gasps> Oh Wait, my we need God. to go. Yes. Oh, you have to go. Yes. Say less. <laughs> it's at a dispensary. You're like, at yeah. a d- and we're like, there. Yes, we're yeah. done. Okay. And with, with days? Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a really busy week of like developments and spending money, but it feels good. It feels like it's going towards something that makes me happy and excited. Like I've been loving learning DJing. Like I've been practicing a lot. Um, and I just want to make people dance and feel mm-hmm. good. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so fun that you've just been. DJing and stuff. It's also like cool. Because, <laughs> like, I taught myself how to sew during the pandemic, but that's like a lot less like Ooh. grandma. That's a little grandma. A little bit more I'm like, yeah, where I'm like, I can make a pouch. <laughs> I remember when you made that pouch. Yes, it was really good. Pouch. Good pouches. And, and, your, and your masks. I made masks. I know. They were so good. Yeah. Dev, what about you? What's up? How was your week? Um, also, just hectic, like truly hectic. I've got a new job. Okay. I think I mentioned it in a past episode. You did. 
Well, I, going? We're gonna we're gonna talk about it now. Um, it's great. It's great. It's a full time gig. It's a full time job, mm-hmm. not gig. You got to differentiate now. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the gig economy. Yeah, sort of. Hire me. <laughs> I love money. Um, but it's good. It's a, it's very busy. This month we are. Um, it's a, I work for a production company and I'm a creative director in the marketing department, and I um. I love it, but we're launching our first movie this month, and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's also very kind of startup vibe, so everyone's in each other's lanes a little bit, which is good because we need to help each other. And I love the team, but it's just, you know, remember that full-time lifestyle? Oh, I do. Do you remember it? I remember it all too well. <laughs> all too well. As Taylor Swift once said. <laughs> mm, I know. I know. I know. I know. And I know we're going to get into it, um, but we've got some thoughts and feelings. Yeah. About full time versus um, freelance. Oh, um, well. Speaking of which, full time jobs and such, all three of us have experienced both sides of employment spectrum. So we have all experienced working full time, nine to fives, and then we also have all experienced working for ourselves as freelance employees. Um, and so, before we jump into the nitty gritty of like our experiences with both and how to navigate and decide, you know, which one works best for your lifestyle and your goals. I want to play a little game called Celebrity. Ooh! Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. We love a classy pun. We love a classy pun. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, jump into things with a little fun, with a little trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically... You all are going to make some guesses about which celebrities worked which nine to fives before fame. I love it. Okay. Love it. Okay. Um, so we're going to jump into this riveting game after, after the, the break. break. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, and we're back, and we are playing a game of Celebrity, and I made this game up, and I feel very proud because they like the name of it. It's um, amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I, no notes. No notes. Yeah. No notes. No notes. <laughs> um, so I'm going to name a nine-to-five profession, and you are going to guess which celebrity had this job before fame. Love it. Okay? okay. All right, let's jump into it. The first one is high school history teacher in Philadelphia public schools. Was it A, Tay Diggs, B, Zoe Saldana, C, Jesse Williams, D, Shonda Rhimes? This is hard. I have no idea. Really? Yes. Okay, that's good. Because I was nervous that these are going to be too easy. None. No, I have no idea. I'm trying to be like, okay, who would have had time in the career before, like, quote unquote, making it big to be a whole teacher? Can you imagine, though, if Tay Diggs was your teacher? <laughs> oh, my God. He's probably oh. such a fun teacher. Wouldn't learn a damn thing. No, <laughs> would not. <laughs> One of my, like, early, early crushes. 
so handsome. Saw him in also, Rent. Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Imagine if she was your teacher. No way. <laughs> no, no way. way. Yeah. It's too much. You know, or Jesse Williams. <laughs> I know. Like what? That's my guess. Jesse Williams. Yeah. See. I'm going to guess Miss Shonda Rhimes. Mm, okay, the answer is ding, 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 C, Jesse Williams. <gasps> oh, my God. Thoughts yes. and prayers to his old pupils. <laughs> wow. You all failed the history portion of your SATs for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I'm like, Man. it's crazy to think about that he was a whole teacher <laughs> a before whole teacher. this this acting career. Credentialed and everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Impressed. Yeah, truly. he yeah. taught American history and African-American history. Wow. So, very cool. Okay, mm-hmm. next one. A mortuary beautician. <laughs> A, Tamron Hall. B, Whoopi Goldberg. C, Jane Fonda. D, Stanley Tucci. I love that Stanley Tucci is on this list. The <laughs> Tooch. <laughs> Tooch Magoo. He's my mm-hmm. fave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brother-in-law to John Krasinski, right? Or am I completely wrong? Oh, I had no clue about this celebrity. Well, who is he? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do some fact fact checks. Because who's you are correct? Yes, oh, wow. Emily Blunt. I don't remember who her sister is, but is married to the Tuchinator. I'm gonna call him something no different idea. every time I say his I name. Love it. I love it. Wow. I had no idea. Yes. Any guesses? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to guess Whoopi Goldberg because I, I can just kind of see it for her. Yeah. 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 I feel like she has lived many lives. Yeah. Mm. So I'm also going to go with Whoopi. <laughs> She's been a nun. Yeah. <laughs> she has. I'm dead. A ghost. A ghost. <laughs> Actually, she was the fortune teller, but you yeah, know. But you know. A ghost, a host. Yeah. What hasn't it. she been? Anyways. Um, so the answer is ding, 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 ding. B, Whoopi Goldberg. Wow. Hey. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Like yeah. a little like occulty. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> it just, it has that edge. It's a yes. little, it's a, it's a little, it's a, it's, it's a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say creepy, but it's a little creepy. It's a creepy job. It's yeah, a, creepy job. a creepy job. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, okay, the next one is a correctional officer. A, Terry Crews, B, Mark Wahlberg, C, Brian Williams, NBC's Brian Williams, D, Rick Ross. Well, we know it wasn't Brian Williams. And if it was, he lied about it. Yeah. Oop. So. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Um, I'm going to say A, Terry Crews. I'm going to say that, too. He's just large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rick Ross would just let people out of prison. I think he'd be like, fuck it. Same with Mark Wahlberg. He'd be like, yeah, cool. he, he'd be like in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the dynamic. Yes. So the answer is D, Rick Ross. <gasps> it was? It was Rick Ross. Wow. Yeah. So that's actually, it's funny because people are always kind of like having commentary about like the stuff he raps about and all this stuff. And it's like, Cross, you were a whole correctional officer. Like, where's the where's wow. the line? Where's the truth? Where's the fallacy? Yeah. Maybe it's all an act. Maybe it's an artiste. And which is also fine. Mm-hmm. Wow. He makes hit he makes hits. He does. <laughs> he does. Okay. If you make hits, you're in. <laughs> you're in. Exactly. <laughs> the next one is chicken mascot for El Pollo Loco. A, Tina Fey. B, Brad Pitt. <laughs> C, Angus Cloud. D, Lizzo. Haven't watched Euphoria, but this just gives me Angus Cloud vibes. 
C for me. Okay. I'm going to say B, Brad Pitt. Okay. And the answer is ding, 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 ding. B, Brad Pitt. Wow. You're killing it, Deb. It's because I work so many damn jobs. I'm like, he seems like a good fit. (laughs) You're like, that's a good hire. It's appropriate. (laughs) I've had like a few sips of wine, so I'm just throwing shit out there now. (laughs) A few sips. Yeah, it's true. Okay. And the baby. The final question is. Which of these celebrities was an aerobics instructor before fame? A, Lucy Liu, B, Lupita Nyong'o, C, Halle Berry, D, Demi Moore. Fred, you are so good at this game, mm-hmm. at writing this game. Mm-hmm. I feel like you wrote people who it's like, I could see it being Lucy Liu. I could see it being Lupita. I can see it being Halle. I can see, it, you know, like yeah. truly all of them. It could be any of them. Um, you caught the vibe. Of each of these. Yeah. Great. I'm going to say Demi Moore just because of the word aerobics. It feels 80s. It feels (laughs) 80s. Yeah. It's giving purple eyeshadow, (laughs) leg warmers. Where it's like if it was Lupita Nyong'o, I don't think it would have said aerobics instructor in the article that you found this in. (laughs) Wow. Good investigative journalism. Yeah. Thank you. It's probably going to be wrong, <laughs> judging by my track record so far. And I'm going to say Halle Berry because I have a feeling and her body be banging. Yeah. That's the thing. All these women. They all fit the bill. Mm-hmm. Yes. They all fit the bill. The answer is A, a Lucy Liu. Oh, <laughs> no. Do you like my soft buzzer sound? I do. <laughs> It's like if Tom Haverford fucked a buzzer. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. Lucy Liu, I mean, you know what? It all comes in handy. Charlie's Angels. Mm -hmm. Those aerobics Mm. probably, you know, gave her a leg up. I think so. Probably. So, yes, there's definitely like a running list of a bunch of celebrities who had a nine to five or a full time job before fame. And then there's also a bunch of celebrities who after fame have gone back to working full time Mm -hmm. and nine to five. So there's like a lot of fluidity there. And I think that goes for, you know, celebrities and also just you and I and Mm -hmm. people who are just generally living in America. So we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each being a freelance employee and also being a full time employee after the Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all, we are back and we are hopping into the nitty gritty of full-time employment. Pros, cons, all of it. Nothing off limits. (laughs) (laughs) Only truths, all honesty. You're getting the inside scoop. Jobs, raw. (laughs) Tonight at nine. (laughs) Oh, this is when you should turn the podcast (laughs) off. Yeah. <laughs> Labor. Raw. <laughs> the word raw is yeah, too much for me. <laughs> All right. Um finances. <laughs> I didn't realize it's still my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So full-time employment or quote unquote working a nine to five is basically the societal standard in America when it comes to employment. There's a retirement plan, health insurance, and a fixed amount you get paid weekly or monthly. Depending on your field, there can also be bonuses and added commission. So what types of jobs did y'all's parents have when you were growing up? So for me, uh, my mom worked in education. She was a counselor for a community college. And then my dad is an entrepreneur. So he had he's an audio engineer. So he pretty much did all the sound setups and all that stuff for live entertainment. So concerts and plays and all that stuff. I forgot about that. So then this whole DJ situation is in your blood. Mm -hmm. It is. Did he like consult on like this PA system is better than this one? It's so funny because I actually... Because I have a lot of DJ friends like nearby, they're able to help me. But I did message my dad and I asked him like questions about like a certain chord. And he was like, oh, yeah, you need this one. Like this is the one you're going to get the best sound with. Oh, so, cute. He definitely Aww. is helpful. And he also, yeah, I mean, the entrepreneurial side has pretty much run like pretty deep in my family. Like my grandfather was also an entrepreneur and had his own like TV repair shop. Whoa. And so I feel like that kind of just like trickled down. Yeah. Really to me, which is nice. Um, and then my mom always had, you know, that stability with like the the nine to five full time situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dev? Both parents worked in public schools. And then my mom, when I was in, I think in middle school, transitioned to like uh, working for the government for the CDC. So my dad's always been like a basketball coach slash he was a business ed teacher for a long time. And then he was a high school principal. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. We have a lot of people in the educational field. Yeah. 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 Um, So I think, you know, full time definitely worked for them. Uh, they're very afraid. They, they they don't get the gig economy. I will say that mm. of my beautiful boomer parents, mm-hmm. um, respectfully. Um, but <laughs> they, yeah, they don't get the gig economy. And so when I was only freelance, translating my lifestyle to them had its like rough patches for sure. But I think what they had definitely worked for them. Mm-hmm. 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 How about you, Shanti? Um, so my mom was also in education. Mm-hmm. She 
was and is currently a kindergarten teacher, mm. public school at LAUSD, um, which means that she's also technically a government employee. Mm-hmm. And so she has like free, amazing insurance. She has yeah. like good like retirement, you know, all that shit. Um, and then my dad is also self-employed um, and he's a chiropractor and he's been a chiropractor for like as long as I can remember, like since before me. And then my mom got her teaching credential, I think, when I was like like five or six or something like that. Mm. And then before that, she actually owned her own businesses. What the oh, heck? Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about Sandy. Me either. Yeah. What businesses? She had a cleaning business. Love oh, my it. God. Um, that she owned and then sold off. Um, and I know she had at least one other one, but I can't remember. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> oh, she's going to let you know. She, she, will she will let me know. <laughs> You're going to just get a text being like, it was this. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Sandy. But, but yeah, and so my mom like very much enjoyed her like nine to five situation, um, especially because it like it allowed her to be off at the same time as my brother and I. Mm. And so she had summers off. She was able to like pick us up from school. Uh, my dad would drop us off because he would basically start his business later Got to it. make us breakfast and pack our lunches and drop us off. And then my mom would pick us up and then do dinner and like homework and all that. Yeah. The summer thing is huge. It's yeah. massive. Newsflash, they don't pay <laughs> teachers enough. So, Chantel, when you, so growing up, mm-hmm. because you also had two sides of the coin, mm-hmm. were you more drawn to one side or another, working full time or being self employed? I mean, I didn't really think about it because my parents did a pretty good job of like splitting the daily parenting duties Mm -hmm. um because it's like even as i like am an adult now and anytime i say it people like oh that's really cool your dad like took you guys to school did breakfast and lunch and then your mom picked you you know and so just stuff like that and so i'm like definitely as i've gotten older i'm like wow they really they really worked that out Mm -hmm. to have just our days went off like without skipping a beat Mm -hmm. it was like very normal for me to have like my dad's dropping me off you know um my dad definitely worked really long hours and a lot longer than my mom and so there would be times where it's like oh I wish dad would come home sooner but that's kind of the only thing that I really like thought about it yeah I would say I would say for me, I don't think it's something that I really thought about either because mm-hmm. it was my normal. Like it was yeah. the only thing that I really knew. Yeah. But I think as I started getting older and like hitting middle school and high school and being more aware of like how the responsibilities are being divvied up financially and otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely did um, see. I saw some things. I saw some things that made me feel a little uneasy about working for myself or being a freelance employee. I agree oh. with that. I yeah. didn't know how to say it, but you <laughs> said it very eloquently, so I'm just going to plus one it. Yeah. So there were some things like, and you know, like there's ebbs and flows yeah. all the time when you yeah. have your own company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of that happened with my dad's company. Like he was, you know, doing really well for a really long time and mm-hmm. then he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so then it just kind of... Um, made me sit back and say like, huh. And then there was a moment where my mom, or generally my mom really just like was able to pick up the slack with her, you know, with her full-time job and all the benefits and things that she had. But 
I always, it was one of those things where it's like I, I loved the stability of full time, mm-hmm. but I knew that my interests aligned more with mm-hmm. probably being a freelance employee. Mm-hmm. Hard agree. Because my mom is, is, she's very pro full time, nine to five job mm-hmm. because of the stability of it. But the thing that my parents did, so there was a lot of financial instability that I felt at the time and then definitely learned a lot about once I was older. But the parental stability is something that my parents handled really well. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you because when when you're a kid, you just like feel stuff, (laughs) even if you like you can't name it, you can't anything. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I know that finances are really stressful for the family, but my parents did a great job of parenting me and my brother. Yeah. So what are all of your personal experiences working full time? Hmm. <laughs> well, I guess we have to address the elephant in the room. Okay. Le Buzz Farm. Buzz oh, Farm. right. Buzz Farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buzz Farm TM. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Buzz Farm is where we all met each other. Yeah, it is. And that was a full time job, y'all. Ooh, People, more than I think, on the internet thought that we were like actors yeah. that were hired. Yeah. You know, we were in. Well, towards the end, we were in much later. But um, when we started, it was like nine to six, mm-hmm. even later. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that was my full because before BuzzFeed, I was very much still uh, acting and freelance producing and pole dancing, instructing. So it was just like a lot of little yeah. W nine jobs or yeah. whatever the fuck W four. I don't know which W. One of those jobs. I nine. 10.99. 10.99? Oh, yeah. Very much 10.99. numbers. <laughs> Financial <laughs> podcast with the experts. <laughs> but yeah, 10.99. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um. So yeah, but then we went to Buzz Farm. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, I really like the ritual mm. of a full-time job. I like the stability. I like... You know, clocking in every day and knowing, I mean, the day to day at Buzz Farm was different. Like, don't get me wrong. I loved that it was every, every day was a new day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the ritual of getting up, making coffee, going to work, whatever, mm. I've made me feel very adult at the time. Mm. Now, post pandemic, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hissing. I am. No, but I have it really good because my job, I'm still a thought worker, which is a new phrase I heard on a podcast. Can't tell you which one. So there are, you know, laborers like who or like essential employees, Mm -hmm. what we consider that. Basically, because of the pandemic, we've divided the workforce into like essential workers Mm -hmm. and people who work with their bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are thought workers. So these are the people who, you know make briefs and like come up with sure. ideas yeah know? that's all true it. makes 100 percent sense I, i've never heard that term though. me neither right and so thought workers used to like clock in go to an office every day mm-hmm. and now that landscape is changing mm-hmm. which i very much like i very much love working from home yeah me too because um the one thing i will say about i forgot the question i'll just stop <laughs> I think that was a final thought. I very much like working from home. Okay, good. Okay, so so you're currently working from home. I'm currently time. like working from home for like two or three days a week, and then going into an office two days a week, which I like. Hybrid feels nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have it, but I imagine it would feel nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I would say for me, um, 
Yeah, I would say like my first full time job with benefits was Buzz Farm. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, and even going into that job was exciting because it felt stable and I was, you know, relatively new to L.A. And I was like, it really was a make or break situation for me, whether I got hired full time or not. And I was like, I have to make this work. And so I'm really happy that it did. But it's so crazy when I think about signing that paperwork and I didn't do not a lick of negotiating. Mm -hmm. I didn't do not a lick of Mm -hmm. looking into stocks. I didn't do not a lick of it. They didn't Mm. allow us to negotiate. Uh, Tea. Uh, we couldn't negotiate, first of all, so take that shame away from yourself. I heard through the grapevine that someone did negotiate. I bet it was a man, yeah. and I bet his name was <laughs> <laughs> uh, But I'm just saying, like, I'm yeah. sure it was a man. Yeah. Uh, Buzzfire, I love the men. Um, but, yeah, uh, I we none of us did negotiation. Yeah. yeah. Because we were all at a point in our lives, too, where we're, like, making ends meet mm-hmm. and being it was like the- thank god i got the position yeah mm-hmm. very yeah. much so. which was exciting and it was an accomplishment but because there was like a lot of other people in our classes who didn't you know mm-hmm. make the position but but yeah i never thought of that till right now didn't even cross my mind to negotiate i remember like the stock options i think i might have asked someone of like what does this mean i was like okay i got like a basic understanding of it didn't cross my mind that that was something you could ask for more Mm -hmm. or ask for something different Mm -hmm. yeah just wasn't even presented and so yeah so i so you know went into it very naive as i'm sure you know most of us did we're all young all all young young. buzzfeed was really popping at the time so Mm -hmm. like it felt like you know wow this is like a coveted situation like let me just be grateful and that was also like the energy kind of so yeah we all just kind of like went, went along with it and also but we all excelled. Like I feel like mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like for me, what I liked most about working full time was like how collaborative mm-hmm. every day felt. Mm-hmm. Um, working with, you know, super creative colleagues, everyone sort of like pitching in and helping where needed. Like I loved that energy. Mm-hmm. Um and then obviously the stability and all that kind of stuff all that kind of stuff. But I will say like, I would say the biggest pros for me for full-time employment is not having to be as responsible. And mm. I will talk to you about what that means. Whoa. It pretty much means like when you have a full-time job, they take taxes out for you. Mm-hmm. They handle the health insurance. Mm-hmm. Like every single thing is like pretty much handled and taken care of for you. Like you don't have to like take all these extra steps to make sure that like you're finding the best deal of like between these different insurance companies. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. as a freelance employee, I have felt very like stressed out and overwhelmed by figuring out and mostly the tax situation. Mm, Yeah. 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 It's, it's not good. Yeah. No, no, (laughs) it's not good. No. Yeah. Taxes suck. Yeah. Do you guys have, you guys have pro. Well, your pros, your pros are full time. I'm I'm both. I yeah. loved being freelance. I fucking loved it. The only reason why I went full time this time around is and is because a they were gonna pay me some good money, <laughs> and b I feel like a lot of what goes into the consideration of becoming full time is the network. And we are you already kind of touched on that a little bit. Like we found BuzzFeed at a time in our lives mm-hmm. when we wanted to build our network, and mm-hmm. it was popping. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Um, and so I, you know, loved being freelance, but I did feel like I was doing the same thing Mm. and I didn't feel like I was 
really growing or expanding my network. Like I would be on different sets and work different gigs, um, but I was getting to the point where I was getting pigeonholed mm-hmm. into a certain kind of producing role. And mm-hmm. I wanted to start doing something different and and Creator Plus, not to like be like, my new company. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's a place that has a lot of fluidity and a lot of promise. And it lets me continue my YouTube career. And it lets me be a, a digital creator, which is that that's a huge part of who I am. So it just felt like a win-win. Mm-hmm. But again, I a lot of the... Uh, thinking was the network. I loved the people who worked there, like my manager, my ex-manager now, but he is like the head of content studio. So, and and it is like BuzzFeed a little bit in that, you know, for the most part of BuzzFeed, my one of my favorite things about it, other than collaborating with people, was that we got to basically make things that were interesting to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes we would have to like reshape it or like make it a little different or whatever. But it was a crash course on pitching and crash course on just making content mm-hmm. uh, that was interesting to us. And this feels similar. You know? I love that. I that's agree. fun. That's fun because so. it's like that. that's an entirely different muscle. Right. And it's a muscle that we all like built up so strong. And then it's like kind of gone. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it's like sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Like we're like even with Money Honeys, it's like, yeah, let's like go make something, you right. know, yeah. or like let me make a – a DJ set, let me mm-hmm. make it, you know, whatever it is. And so definitely like fills that that void probably. I think it's, I think my full-time thoughts are probably a little bit skewed since we were at a company that was like so cool and just like everyone who worked at BuzzFeed was just like cool people. Mm-hmm. They're just like doing cool shit. We we're like, everyone was really, really smart. And so it's like, the the network that we've built from that like i think has definitely also allowed us to excel after it mm-hmm. but it's like buzzfeed feels like a very niche super cool full-time experience yeah you know where it's like i remember just like being young at buzzfeed and i was like oh my god this is like amazing i can't believe this is like work you know why like why everything else yeah but then like most people's full-time job isn't like that. It's not. It doesn't have. Yeah, it doesn't have that like startupy feel yeah. all the time. Like it definitely. We had like really great perks for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at the company. Yeah. Um. You know, events throughout the week, mm-hmm. Friday happy hours. Like it was mm-hmm. really fun, and we all bonded really well. And I think that we were essentially like a family. Yeah. When we were at BuzzFeed, and and I don't know if you know. Yeah, I don't know how many other types of full-time jobs people feel that way. Yeah. Can I tell y'all, when I went, moved to NBC for a couple months af- after BuzzFeed, I was working full-time. Corporate. Mm-hmm. Corporate. It's like mm-hmm. a completely different feel. Yeah. 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 And so it's like that full-time experience, it was like, oh my God, that's so much fun. All that to say, I have like absolutely loved the freelance life too. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like... I think the reason probably why I slash we enjoyed our time at BuzzFeed is because it was so inherently creative and we're obviously creative people. Yeah. But if my if my full time job like wasn't as creative as that, then I would just be like dying inside. But so it's like with being freelance, it's definitely allowed me to feel like even more creative Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, my God, I just like wrote a script today. Okay, great. Like that feels really cool and I absolutely would not have gotten to do that if I was like sitting behind a desk somewhere yeah um I wouldn't have time to like play my stupid little drums you know (laughs) just like shit like that so it's like it's definitely more of 
a grind because you're kind of the one like finding the work and like and then the work always comes when you stop looking and then you're like okay well <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess yeah um but yeah so I mean I've I really enjoy the the freelance life though you know yeah I think because of how gigs work it's very much like when you have a gig it's like full time it's like yeah. 12 hours a day yeah and then when you don't have a gig it's like okay I'm free mm-hmm and so it feels like I'm like able to get both. I love it. Yeah. Well, I think we have a pretty good grasp on the good, the bad, and the ugly that oh. comes with full-time employment. We're going to jump a little bit more into the nitty-gritty of freelance employment. Being a freelance employee basically means that you're essentially your own boss. You get to make your own schedules, and you may or may not work in tandem with other companies, but it's project-based. You're not required to report to anyone but yourself. So throughout your career, how often have you guys worked freelance stints? Um, I literally have never been freelance until 2019 when I left BuzzFeed. So even before before BuzzFeed, I was working like a full-time internship and then like a full-time contracted position. Now, they didn't necessarily have, I didn't have like benefits, Mm -hmm. but it was like full-time hours and it was brutal. Talk Mm -hmm. about how you felt. In that transition. Ooh. Um, transitioning from full-time to freelance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was terrified. I was really scared. I was ready, but I was scared. Like, I was like, I felt like I had kind of done all that I could do working full-time for a digital media company um, and was ready to kind of see what I could achieve on my own. But I have never done it before. I have no family in L.A. So it's like if anything were to, you know, go to shit, I didn't really feel like I had a, a support system that could really catch me. Mm. So that was something that I was nervous about. And then as soon as I went freelance, that's when a couple months later the pandemic mm. happened. So then I was just like, oh, I, you want to know the first thing I did? What you do? When that happened, I immediately got on to. Oh, I think I know this. I immediately got on to seeking arrangement so that I could try to be a sugar baby. <laughs> I was nervous. I love that for you. <laughs> yeah. I think you should go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, put that dream on the back burner? Right, right. It's all, it could always be useful. Yeah. Yes, I know it could. No. You have rough be a sugar baby too. Yeah. You're a sugar baby couple. You're ba- cu- baby couples. <laughs> baby couple. Come on. <laughs> Passive income. We love it. We love it. Yes. But no, that's how ter- I was terrified. I was like, I'm, how am I going to pay my bills? Like, I was like, if work is stopping and I'm already no longer working full-time at BuzzFeed. Like, I didn't know what the hell to expect. So I was terrified. But in general, once I got over the hump, um, and I feel like the hump was probably, like, honestly, like, six months into freelance where I felt, like, more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Once I got over the hump, you know, I I loved every second. Yeah. Did you have that feeling, and open question for the group, (laughs) but did you all have that feeling when you first started um, freelance where you're like, who do I report to? Like, who is my boss? Like, who, uh, like, uh, my time, time management, who, do, like, accountability. Like, I remember having almost like a ghost limb feeling <laughs> of, like, needing to tell somebody, oh, I'm doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't have that feeling, but I got really regimented with my calendar. And so then it'd be like, on this day, I'm like streaming. On this day, I'm making this piece. On this day, I'm doing this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I mean, I kind of just like immediately packed my schedule with ventures that I no longer do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like streaming and having a YouTube channel just because I realized like, okay, this actually, it it just wasn't like furthering my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, because I left and was like, okay, I need to pursue being a director, but there's no roadmap for that. None. And it's like, it's so like to be a director, you basically just have to like make stuff yourself because it's like everyone wants to be a director, yeah. you know? And so it's not just like, oh, I'm like, I'm looking for whatever, an AD or a script soup or something, you know? Um, and so then I was like, all right, I need to kind of like do my own personal like rebrand and I need to make stuff that fits like more in line with that stuff. Um, and so then that's when I transition to like doing more branded directing um oh and then i forgot, i also did a stint at refinery 29 but i was yeah, like I remember that yeah i was like i can give you guys two days a week and so i was doing like streaming i was doing refinery and i was doing like youtube so i was doing too much i was working were, six days a week yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then i was like no <laughs> <laughs> well, so then i stopped yeah i think i absolutely had that feeling Mostly with time management and accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need deadlines. I work best with, like, hard deadlines, like, knowing exactly when something needs to be done. So, like, mm-hmm. when I'm doing branded content for Instagram, like, that works for me because yeah. I have a deadline. I know when it has to be in, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But when it comes to, like, other just, like, other endeavors that are more personal and not for someone else. So like scripts and decks and things like that, that I'm yeah. trying to sell and pitch and that type of stuff. It, it, it takes, it's taken me a while. And I think part of it is because of, of the lack of um, discipline in that time management space. Mm. Um, I have, I feel like I have a little too much. Sometimes I have a little too much chill time. Mm-hmm. Mm. But chill time's so good. It's so I good. know. It's so I'm good. like so much easier on myself being freelance than I ever was full time. Because oh, yeah. I'll be like, oh, I could do this, but you know, I'm just tired. If I like take a nap or if I just like, I don't know, like watch this show real quick, like I'll just like get more inspired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cut to like six hours later, I'm watching the same show. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely deadlines. It's weird how deadlines have like also kind of become my best friend, even if they're kind of like, ghost deadlines off in the distance it still helps so much yeah absolutely mm-hmm. whereas like i mean buzzfeed we didn't even it the deadlines were so inherent it was like we lady like had to turn turn out three videos a week Whew. wow it was crazy triggered we both just got yeah. triggered <laughs> and so like there wasn't like we couldn't have downtime if we wanted to yeah. and then even before any of us were in lady like the quota like for a personal for for each producer is one video a week, right? which is also a lot because you're coming up with the idea, you're shooting Shoot it, it, you're casting it. it, you're editing it, you know, all of it. Mm-hmm. And so there, <laughs> the concept of downtime like just didn't exist to me before. I agree. Were your parents supportive when you all decided to take the leap and go freelance? And partners, parents and partners, how did they feel? Partner, very supportive. One parent, supportive. Other parent, no. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I think I lied to my parents for a long time. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, I mean, they knew I was really at towards the end. Well, I don't know. Well, I was really unhappy at BuzzFeed towards the end. Yeah. 
um, and I really wanted to leave. Um, and my parents just wrapped their head around what was BuzzFeed. <laughs> they, they finally figured it out. They finally got it. They're like, it's internet. Yes. And they, now you're leaving? <laughs> that's, but, that's real. But I had another full-time job lined up. I, ha- I went straight from BuzzFeed to NBC. Yeah. 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 And then I uh, NBC was like, we don't need that department anymore and laid us all off in the middle of the pandemic. So I didn't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. How long were you at NBC again? I was there from November to June. About I think that's six. about when I was at Refinery. Refinery. Yeah, I remember we both got kind of yeah. laid off at yeah. the same time. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the – yeah, I remember – kind of like stretching the truth with my parents a little bit just because I didn't want to cross that hill. Like towards the end, it was just so painful to leave BuzzFeed because like it's all we had known for so long. And um, there was like also like a little bit of identity tied into that Mm -hmm. exit. Whereas I feel like a lot of other jobs when you leave, you're like, peace. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, But so it was so painful. I think I shielded my parents from that part because I don't think they would have gotten it as much. What about Pat? Oh, Pat. Um, yeah, he was totally supportive. Yeah. Totally. And he had been freelance for a while before me. I remember that. Um, so, yeah, he was ready. He was totally supportive. Um, my mom was super supportive, actually. And she yeah. was the full-time employee parent. Mm-hmm. So she was really supportive of me taking a leap and going out on my own. Um, so I think that, honestly, is what drove me the most. Did that surprise you? Yeah, it surprised me. I mean, my mom generally is supportive of whatever I feel like I need to do. She's really just that extra voice and that extra push that sometimes I need Mm. when I'm feeling on the fence or like when I'm second guessing myself. Mm. And she had known like just based on like stories and all the things that had been happening at the company for the past like year at Mm -hmm. least, she was like, okay, I'm looking at my watch. Whenever you're ready, yeah. Aww. So, love yeah. So it was, it was really great there. And then my dad, he was, you know, he also just kind of goes along. He's like, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever you. And also, like, I've been, I've been able to, you know, support myself. I haven't needed really any of their help financially. Yeah. So it really is just kind of like it really was on on me. And mm-hmm. I felt, I felt super supported moving into that next chapter. I was single at the time, so no partner. So Chantel, personal pros and cons of freelance. List them off. Personal pro is um, getting to decide exactly what I want to work on. Getting to do stuff in the middle of the day, i.e. doctor's appointments, i.e. Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. um, Naps. Naps, working out. Like I've done a lot of 3 p.m. workouts. Yeah, love ver- those. You know, versus like working nine to six, doing a 7 p.m. soul cycle, getting home at like 8.30. Haven't eaten dinner yet. Yes. Like, yeah. And then you're in bed at 10 and you just do it all over again. Yeah. Um. So the, the flexibility is a huge pro. Con is what you said. It's really tough getting going with the financial part of it. Making sure that you understand your LLC, making sure that you understand the tax component, mm-hmm. um, insurance, all that stuff, because nothing is automated. Yeah. And so you can automate stuff yourself, but I didn't even know what had to be automated yeah. at first. And so it was definitely kind of like a, a confusing start. And then 
slowly over time. It gets less confusing, but never not fully confusing. Yeah. There's always always something. something Yeah, there's always something. I'm like, there's always like two to three emails in my inbox. I'm like, I don't know how to address those. Yeah. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) So they sit for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Circling back. So for those at home who might be considering going freelance, uh, starting an LLC helps you in the tax season because Mm -hmm. if you don't have an LLC and you're starting to work in the gig economy – you pretty much have to set aside 40% of mm-hmm. your income for taxes because mm-hmm. Uncle Scam is mm-hmm. like, ooh, she's got more money now. Mm-hmm. And he's going to want some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Wow, I really sound like a libertarian. I'm not. I'm not a libertarian, but I'm just saying <laughs> the government does come after your monies once yeah. you start going freelance. So yeah. become a business. Mm-hmm. Fuck being an individual. Don't have feelings. Become a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dev and I went the S Corp route. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. And then yeah. you went the LLC route. I'm S Corp. Oh, you're an S Corp too. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. I'm yeah. still figuring mine out, but I am making- Fred! I know. I don't have an LLC or an S Corp, but it's in the process. It's mini skirt. It's mini skirt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we love it. I am- um, Yeah. And also, like, when, you, when you're- Generally, when you're freelance, you get paid- full you get paid in full they do not take taxes out Mm -hmm. um so money management in that way Mm -hmm. is very very important yeah yeah so if you're somebody who's like not super organized you got to learn how to be organized or you got to hire people Mm -hmm. to be organized for you yeah Mm -hmm. period those are like to make it easy that's what you got to do freelance freelance pros and cons for me um I mean, I think a a pro is absolutely making my own schedule. Mm -hmm. Even with the tax situation, I do feel like I make more money Mm -hmm. freelance. Mm -hmm. Um, Cons for freelance is I I wish that they would take taxes out automatically. (laughs) Like, I don't want to have to. (laughs) Why don't they? They just want us to struggle. Mm -hmm. They just do. Mm -hmm. They do. And they Mm want to come after us. So I wish that is a big con for me, the tax situation. And then um, just like. My lack of discipline in tandem with being a freelance employee. So I think, you know, if you're disciplined, this would not be a con for you in this in this space. But for me, I just struggle. Um, And I would say finally, freelance con, not having not knowing exactly when the next job is coming or exactly when the next check is going to hit, especially Mm -hmm. with like the net 30, the net 45, the net Mm -hmm. 60. Explain that. For folks at home. So for folks at home who are unfamiliar, when you sign a contract to, to to work a gig, they have their own standards of how they pay their talent and how they pay their employees or people who are freelance. A lot of times it'll be net 30. So that means um, as soon as the job is completed, it'll take 30 days for you to get your check. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's net 45. As soon as the job is completed, it takes 45 days to get your check. Sometimes it's net 60, which I've been dealing with lately, mm. which is when you, when you finish the project, it takes 60 days Damn, to get paid. I've never come across net 60 I've in only the wild. come across net 60 and net 90. Net 90? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yep. It's ridiculous. 90? Because you may wrap your job and your position on that gig. Mm-hmm. But the actual project hasn't as wrapped. a whole hasn't wrapped. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Or they're not wrapping their books. Until... I mean, one thing that's been interesting with branded directing is I've I've done it for like different digital companies like Attention, like Refinery. And so I get 
kind of like put onto their payroll schedule mm-hmm. as a loan out since I'm an S corp, which some companies can't pay you as a loan out. But so then, the, and those are companies that pay their normal employees weekly. So that means that I get paid weekly. Oh. And for those who don't know what a loan out is, okay, so I'm Devin and I work for But Better Productions. I'm the CEO and an employee. Mm-hmm. And as a loan out, De- But Better Productions is loaning out Devin. Mm-hmm the employee, not the CEO, to work for them. Mm-hmm. And so then as a loan out, they have to pay you as a business rather than as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's yeah. a different tax breakdown. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like meant to like save you tax mm-hmm. wise because then you're not getting like mm. double tax or like yeah. whatever that stuff. But to wrap the thoughts all up, do y'all remember – this was maybe two or three years in, two or three years in to Ladylike. We had a lot of comments on our videos, and y'all, we read the comments. Oh, we read them <laughs> oh, all. We did. Oh, we, but we, we just there was like a BuzzFeed thing. We couldn't we couldn't comment back all the time. It was a whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but do you remember when people were like, "Why don't they just leave? Why don't they should just be individual freelancers?" It's scary. Mm-hmm, there is mm-hmm. a lot to consider. And I, at the time, didn't feel like I was ready. I probably wasn't. I, pr- I think I made the right decision to leave when I did. Mm-hmm. Do y'all feel that way? 100%. I, I agree. Sh- I should have left a couple months before. Right. And now I'm at the point where it's because it's scary because people tell you, you know, you're going to do so much better. You're going to make so much more money when mm-hmm. you're freelance. And sometimes that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But usually if you start an o- your own business, that business doesn't make money until like year three, mm-hmm. year four. Mm-hmm. So you got to have capital money backed up or mm-hmm. like options backed mm-hmm. up in your mm-hmm. back pocket, mm-hmm. right? There's a, so much to consider. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that said, I do think everyone should go freelance. Everyone should yes. have that freedom and only accept a full-time job when they give you the world. Because when you do sign that full-time job paperwork, it is, and we didn't know this, we didn't negotiate back then, but mm-hmm. you're signing your life away. Like 40 hours a week mm-hmm. at, for like what, fucking... For 48 hours, 48 weeks a year, yeah. if you're lucky. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot. And if you haven't listened to our budgeting episode, go back and listen to that because mm-hmm. we talk about how to budget as a full-time employee and as a person with variable income. Okay, so let's go around and answer the episode question for ourselves. Are you richer as a freelancer? So for me, it's a little two-pronged because currently... I am not richer, but it's because I'm choosing to not work as much. And so I'm like, like right now I'm, I'm like applying to different like programs and stuff like that. And so I was like, I can't have like a full 12 hour a day situation while I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, currently I'm making less last year. I made more because I wanted to make more. Right. And then currently I'm making less because I wanted to have time for control. Yeah. I want to have time for my other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, I, this is weird because I still do freelance stuff on the side. Mm -hmm. So I would say, fuck, this is hard. Okay. I think you are richer as a freelancer or I was richer as a freelancer if we were to separate those two things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what I got in the trade-off when I accepted a full-time position with Creator Plus was benefits, was um, health stipend. I get a travel stipend at the end of every year, which is sick. Mm. Nice. I get, um, 
you know, an office to play around with. I get their equipment to play around with. I got a new computer. So there was a lot of different like perks that mm-hmm. come with it. Oh, and health insurance. Fuck yeah. yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. Benny's. Hello. <laughs> and equity in the company. Yeah. And this is a startup mm-hmm. that I actually really believe in. So if we pop off, I got equity, bitches. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's like settle down, have baby's money, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. which is like in the play in the future. But I want to make sure that I'm set up. So I want to make sure that I'm set up. So when that time does come around, I can just really focus on being a mom. You're good mm-hmm. to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel richer as a freelance employee. Um, I mean, I think I think what I like is that, you know, each gig is is pretty much a lump sum of money that's able to last me mm-hmm. for for months. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Even when I'm dealing with the net 45s and the net 60s, mm-hmm. I feel completely taken care of because of these larger lump sums that I've gotten from previous projects. Mm-hmm. And also I save pretty well as in, in general, yeah. because I'm terrified. Yeah. So I, I I do I do think that I'm actually do manage my money better as mm-hmm. a freelancer. And also I have more of it. And something you can do with it as a freelancer that you can't really do as a salaried position. Oh God, this episode's just gonna make me sad that I'm full time. <laughs> no, but something you can do is raise your rate. Every job. Yeah. You go back, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sixteen hundred a week now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's or that's so gonna true. cost this much now because yeah. I you have a track record mm-hmm. that you can deliver on whatever you deliver. Yeah. So yeah, technically, my yes. rate's gone up. Good for you. <laughs> Double it. We love it. Basically. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for tuning in. And we'll be back next week with another Money Honeys episode that can hopefully make you rich or at least believe you can achieve it. Okay. Bye. 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 Go forth and secure the bag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was great. Hooray. Hooray. We did it. Mark, thoughts, feelings? Awesome. Thank you. How do you like having a full time job, Mark? Oh, wait, we're in your full time job. You can't really tell us. <laughs> Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cut-off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.